If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, March 13th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the gas grill that we have. Also, are your uh, headphones low, or is it just mine? It's just yours. Okay, hold on. Okay, carry on. Uh, Do you want to start over? No, it's fine. We're all friends here. Sometimes, uh, well, not sometimes, almost every single day, because we have a whole bank of Ellie sounds. Hello, Mama, I love you. My name is Ellie Dollar. Welcome to my podcast for the yogurt. And she loves to climb up on the desk and push those buttons. She knows how to turn them up so she can hear them. She knows what knobs have to be turned off so that the speakers don't mute. She knows the microphones have to be off. And every single day she listens to them. Uh, But sometimes she messes with some of the other knobs, including headphone volume. Yeah. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that you love to cook so much. You were cooking up a storm last night. I decided that I wanted to make the weather in Atlanta this coming week is supposed to be cold. And I'm sure it's going to be the last. The lows, I think, are 30. The lowest is 30, but the average low is probably around 40. And I think this is going to be the last cold week before we hit spring and then very quickly summer. And I have a chicken noodle soup recipe that I discovered this winter that's really, really good that I've been changing a little bit every single time. And I've got it pretty close to perfect. So I wanted to make that one last time. Also, Callie wanted to make just salads, real basic salads with grilled chicken. And ever since you said that and, and sent that to me when I was at the store, I've been craving that. And I also wanted to try to make a pizza, but a super... A flatbread. Almost a flatbread. Yeah, like super charred, crispy, using the pizza dough recipe that I have. And I just made the decision to do all three of those things at the exact same time. Because why dirty the kitchen three times? Right. Just destroy it. Get it over with. Yeah. Clean it up. And then don't cook for a couple days. Correct. And it went... The only part about it I didn't like is when it at when I actually served dinner, it was just lettuce. I used a bottled dressing, and it was just lettuce and grilled chicken on a plate. But the work that went in, but I was in the kitchen for 90 minutes before yeah. that. There was, you know, pots and vents running. The oven was on. I was outside on the grill. I was squeezing <laughs> lemons. I had the... The, the stand mixer out, everything. There's just things happening. And I served the most basic meal. That felt weird. But yeah. we have a whole fridge full of food, which I'm excited about. We do. And we have homemade chicken noodle soup, which is great for this week, especially because like it's cold, but it's also rainy. So like what's Perfect. better than a homemade chicken noodle soup? Um, Are you okay? Yeah. What was that? I was about to say something else. And then I was like, nope, take it. Because I was going to, I had a yawn. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, anywho, I tackled this weekend, the, I'm going to call it a macro micro micro anxiety because it's a micro anxiety, but it takes a lot of time to finish. So it's a macro micro anxiety, macro micro. Yeah. It's a macro project. It's a Mac mic. 
It's a Mac mic anxiety. It's a, it's a Mac mic angst. Mm-hmm. The, if you're new to the show, the micro anxieties are those little tiny things that really will only take you five minutes to take care of. It's, it's the loose toilet paper holder. It's the scuff mark on the wall that you walk past every day. And in every day, it just, it doesn't ruin your day. It just irritates you just a little bit. It's just a little. Yeah. So it's, it's a static. I got to do that. It's a static electricity zap. Yeah. And we all have them and we all, you know, we're busy people. We don't have time to clean the scuffs off our baseboards, whatever. So we moved in, we're living in a house and we painted the whole house right before we moved in minus the trim in the house. Because look, I was facing sticker shock of painting a whole house. It was expensive. I was like, no, we don't need the trim painted. Just paint the walls, be done with it. So they, they that was quite literal. Well, the, the trim was light colored. The reason the, the whole- trim, The trim was fine. The whole house was just a very dark paints. In most in most of the rooms, yeah, and the house gets a lot of shade already, so it needed to be lightened up. Yeah, but when they did that, I guess the person who had done it before, when there were the darker colors on the wall, was a little sloppy. So there were things like just um, spots on the wall that had been missed that had the old paint showing through. So when, when I said no trim, if there was a little bit of older paint on the trim of the thing, they didn't paint it at all. Right. Like it just, yeah. So, which is fine. Cause I didn't pay them to do that. So whatever. So I'm like, every time I see it and it's on the most random things, like in the, in the bathroom that we have downstairs, every time I sit on the toilet, I see like a huge streak of this yellow paint that used to be in the house. I'm like, oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. And then on the kitchen windowsill, for example, some of the paint's chipping off. So, but you can tell it's chipping off and you can't see it unless you're up close to it, but it contributes to the house feeling not as clean as it could be. And, and But the thing... The issue or the whatever, when you say you can't see it when you're, unless you're up close to it, you're always up close to it because it's the kitchen sink. Right. But our so guests wouldn't be up close to it. You no, know what I mean? That's now you don't do a micro anxiety. You don't tackle a micro anxiety for anyone other than you. Right. So totally driving me nuts. And to be honest, it's one of those things where, you know, you clean the baseboards and they still look dirty and they're clean but there's just older paint on them, whatever. So I was like, okay, I am going to tackle this today. We opened the paint, got in there. I went for it. And it is 100% one of those projects that you think it's like moving where you're like, eh, it won't take me that long. It's like painting. It's like painting. You're like, because it's not going to take me that long. If you, uh, yeah, the I think the biggest um, trick that gets played on homeowners is a basic room with maybe one window and one door and you look at it and say, I can paint that. Mm-hmm. How long will it take me to tape off this it's not trim? Take that long. How long will it take me? This is, I'm going to do, the paint underneath is so light, I only need to do one coat. And 30 days later. Yeah. 
So I started still dealing with it. I started at like 9 a.m. on Sunday and I was going. When when did you think when you started it? When did you think you would be done? Like noon. Okay. And I was still I think I put the paintbrush down at 5 p.m. Yep. And that said, our house looks awesome. And I can't believe how much of a difference it makes to do the little nicks and stuff like that. I also learned that you really don't have to paint a whole area for, I was worried it was going to look patchy if I didn't paint whole areas and it doesn't at all. So once I got about halfway through, I realized, oh, I can literally just touch up certain areas yeah, and it'll be fine. I think in places we've lived before, we've used cheaper paint, which shows a little more, but this really doesn't. So I got a lot done. Yeah, we lived in one house where the paint that they must have used on the wall was the cheapest, most discounted whatever. And if you even walk close to it, it would scuff it. Yeah. And you couldn't, there was no, is it called gloss or whatever? Yeah, I think it was totally flat. It was totally flat. So there's nothing you could do. You couldn't even wipe it off with a paper towel without it leaving a mark forever. Right. Um, But this this paint in here is a better quality. Yeah. So it's even more forgiving. So I did that. I was so proud of myself. When she says she started at nine and went to five, she's not talking about doing it for two hours, then having a sandwich and scrolling Instagram for an hour. No. Getting back to it, then going for a walk for an hour, then getting back to it, then playing with Ellie for an hour, then getting back to it. Literally for eight hours, she was touching up the paint, most of it while sitting on the floor. uh, And now my back hurts. And now her back hurts. Yeah. But I got it done and And, it looks fabulous. And I felt so bad because it wasn't my micro anxiety. So you kept saying to me over and over and over, doesn't it look so much better? And I had to keep saying, yeah, uh, without as much sincerity as I would have liked. But I did notice it yesterday morning when I was standing at the sink, I think, hand-washing a couple of dishes. Mm-hmm. And I looked up and I said, oh, it really does look super clean. Yes. So um, I the, the, the big uh, micro-anxiety that I tackled this weekend was a couple of Costco returns, which w- was just silly. Going to Costco on a Saturday is nuts enough. Going to Costco on Saturday to make returns is double nuts. Now, one would ask, one might be thinking, but Jeff, you work from home. You work for yourself. You could go Tuesday. Yeah. When nobody's there. Why didn't you? We're trying to be, we're just trying to be more respectful of our office hours and be less, Hey, we work for ourselves so we can do whatever we want, whatever we want. We're trying to be really, it's a slippery slope. We're trying to be, yeah, we're just trying to be, it's not going to be like that forever, but we're trying to be really disciplined this year to having a nine to five proper schedule. And I, that's actually, you know what? That's a lie. I probably would have come back on a Monday because I, I, when I got up to the store, the line for the return desk was out the door. Mm hmm. Out the, I mean, out the door, not by two people, by a dozen people. The issue was I took a cart because I had two things to return and I had Ellie with me. 
two smaller things. But with Ellie, it would have been a pain in the butt to carry them and whatever. So I got a parking spot next to somebody who was unloading their car. So I told them, I said, I'll take your cart back for you. They said, thank you. I put Ellie in the cart. I put the two items in the cart. I walked up to the return line and I saw how big it was and I contemplated Come, I'm a, I, I said, I can do this on a Monday or Tuesday. I don't need to wait in this line. But then it occurred to me, because it was Saturday, and the parking lot was packed, and I did want to go into the store, that if I went back to the car with items in the car with Ellie and then put those items back in the car and then walk back to the store, there would be three people with their blinker on waiting for my spot. Mm -hmm. The minute I crossed the the parking lot, somebody would have started to follow me like like a mall at Christmas time, Mm -hmm. you know? And I didn't want to do that to anyone. That's so nice. But I also didn't want to take, there was was nothing I could do if I didn't want to leave Costco. And then I just let common sense take over. And I say, you know what? By the time you get back to the car, get Ellie the time investment will be the same. And Costco doesn't seem, Costco seems like a place that has it together with returns and stuff like that because they're pretty efficient. Didn't take long at all. Yeah, that's what I was, and I'm, did they hand you samples while you were in line? No, but they that should. would be brilliant. Why don't yeah. they have a sample person there? They should, they really should. Uh, we did go into the store and I got, I went into the store with a couple things on the list. One of them was, trash bags and for the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I bought some trash bags. I We have so many kitchen trash bags now that I think Ellie will be able to put them in her will for her children. Yeah. That's how many. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went back. Oh, and I got you the rosé thing. Mm-hmm. Like. The Prosecco rosé at uh, Costco is amazing. Seven bucks a bottle. So good. Can't beat it. And uh, and I was going to get some some chicken, but the meat, the refrigerated corner of the store was chaos because I think some of their coolers died. Mm. I think there must have been either they were taking, I can't imagine Costco would do this while the store is open. So I'm assuming a circuit break, something tripped. And there's a whole bank of coolers out and they fully had, it was a military operation. I imagine it's like watching people like sandbag right in front of the ocean. You know what I mean? Like right before, before a storm's coming, yeah. you're like, go, go, go. Like we only have that much time. People are lined up. They're giving one bag to it's another. It was. And, yeah. it was an old school fire brigade. Yes. With just buckets. But instead of water, it was pork. Yeah. You know, and they they were trying to get everything onto dollies to get them in the back. I'm sure there are regulations or whatever. Yeah. It has to, it, you know, um, but they were, I mean, it was, cr- and there were bells going off. There were alarms. Ellie was, Ellie was right in her element. She's like, look at all this excitement that I get to look at. So we just stayed out of the way. Um, and they have self-checkout at, at Costco. So that only took a second too. If you were on spring break last week, because some of the Southern schools I know were on spring break last week, and you did not hear the episodes from last week yet, I gave Jeff an allowance because we were having conversations about how we have two totally 
different styles of managing our money. And so my challenge to Jeff was to give him, you know, X amount of money and see if you could consistently check your bank account and figure out how to manage things based on what I put in there. Now, you were like, this is going to be a walk in the park. No problem. I'm really not a big spender anyway. So whatever. After going through the weekend and knowing that you only have a specific amount of money in the bank account, how did it change anything? Do you feel like you were more worried about it? I wasn't worried because I know that the money is there if we need it. So there wasn't a fear, but it was definitely every time I made a transaction, I was definitely aware of how much it was. And I have kind of a running calculator in my head, not because I'm worried about money, but because I want to prove you wrong. Did you, did it impact any of your purchasing decisions? Yes. Because the deal we had going into it was, this is it. Until your paycheck comes in, this is all you have. So, you know. Yeah. It's not about the paycheck. It's about, I think there's maybe a slight chance that perhaps you could have been right. That maybe (laughs) I wasn't realizing what I, how the little things add up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Perhaps that. So there were definitely some things. For example, the Costco run that I had, my returns totaled 40 or 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. My purchases totaled 40 or 50 bucks. That made me more excited than I wouldn't even have noticed that before. Yeah. But that made me very excited because that was a net zero trip to the store. What did you not purchase? Because you're like, "Uh, yeah, I can't really, that's not really in my budget this week. Um... Like, is there I, stuff that you would have bought that you were like, eh? Yeah, I almost bought a, purchased a new mouse mm-hmm. for my laptop mm-hmm. because you took, you need my old one mm-hmm. and, or you took the one I normally use. And then I had a spare backup one that I totally forgot that I had, uh, but it just doesn't feel right in my hands. But you know what? It's fine right now until your little experiment is over. <laughs> it's fine. So I didn't buy that, for example. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm really proud of you because I didn't think you were going to say that. Now, I did check the bank account, your bank account, um, to see how much you have left over out of what I gave you. Do you have any clue how close you came to? I think it's probably less than 100 bucks. Okay. It's, it's close. I mean, I was 100 I went to the grocery store two or three times in my head, totaled all of those up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so proud of you right now. Yeah. Welcome to the way that the rest of us live. Am I right? Is it less than a hundred bucks? It is actually $137. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I checked it right before I logged on right before. Did it get the grocery store yesterday? Was that included? I don't know, but it said 137. So good job. So week two of Jeff being, you know, maybe this isn't an a project so much as it is like a lifestyle change? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I do have a question that every time that it comes up that you and I have separate bank accounts, there are always people who want to know why. There's, it, it's an odd level of, it's just, it's an odd thing that other people are concerned with. So 
I, I was questioning, well, okay, well, well, what if he did get a joint bank account? I mean, it definitely would make things easier, you know, more if there would just be half as much paperwork to deal with. Mm -hmm. So do we, if we both had a joint bank account, would our direct deposits both go into the same account? Is that how it works? Yeah. Okay. If that's the way you set it up. I don't know. I was thinking about that a little over the weekend too, about like, is this weird? Whatever. I mean, we have joint credit cards together. So it's not like we have no mixing of the finances and we, you know, have like a divide and conquer situation on the bills. But I don't know that I want a joint bank account. Okay. I mean, I just don't see, first of all, I don't see the need. And second of all, it kind of... I didn't realize that that makes me feel independent. Is that weird? No, it makes sense. And for me, the only thing up until your little experiment here that I really paid attention to with my bank account was the, the deposits that were going in, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And then if I had to, you know, transfer money to you or pay big bills or whatever, looking to make sure the money was there. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know. I think for, for me, I I would be afraid that I could not get paid once and wouldn't notice it. Does that make sense? It's no. Such a, yeah, like if a paycheck goes in, I'm just used to every other week seeing a dollar amount appear in there. And I think if it was a joint bank account, I would care less about that. But yeah, I know you would pay attention to it. Yeah, I you're, would. You're more buttoned Do up. Do you than, like that we have two different bank accounts? It doesn't. I, honest to God, it does not make a difference to me. Yeah. And especially we live in a world now where Venmo, PayPal, electronic. When's the last time we wrote a check? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever. So there's bills that get paid out of your account. There's bills that get paid. Out, I don't know. It, it seriously makes no difference to me at all. Ellie is two now and we love to watch her imagination go and go and go and go. And it is really cool to see what her brain comes up with. But we also love for her to learn when she's playing. Well, KiwiCo helps us do that. They are defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and fun for kids. Each month, KiwiCo delivers crates packed with fun um, and they spark creativity with their kid-friendly topics and activities. So they're different for kids of all ages. When Ellie was just a baby. She had like little black and white flashcards that she could look at and focus on. And then now, most recently, she got the koala crate, which is a crate for kids two to four. Um, And that was, had her little doctor's kit in it. And she absolutely loves the play. But this goes for kids of all ages. There's something for everybody. It's shipped right in your house. It is educational. It is a fun activity for you guys to do together and create some of those core memories that your kids are going to remember the rest of their life. As a parent, it can be really hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy, challenged, and off their screens. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together and they will love getting mail every single month. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at kiwico.com slash upside. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com slash upside. I just made the comment to Callie a week or two ago about how we have so much less garbage in the house. It was really weird. 
I mean, that's not something you would normally notice, right? But all of a sudden, the can that we put out to the curb that normally is bursting at the seams is only about two-thirds full. And I realize that we are putting a lot of food products in our Lomi instead of into the garbage can that turn them into dirt, which go out into our new lawn in the backyard or into the garden that I hope to start this spring. Lomi allows you to turn food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. It's a countertop electric composter that turns scraps into dirt in less than four hours. So if you are trying to find your way to contribute to making this earth a little bit more sustainable, this is how you can do it. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Go to Lomi, L-O-M-I.com slash upside and use promo code upside. You'll get $50 off and then you can have less garbage like we have. That's L-O-M-I.com slash upside. Use the promo code upside. You'll get $50 off your Lomi. Food waste is gross on every level. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can starting now. As I get older, I am really enjoying giving myself a little break from heavy makeup. I just want like a few things that I can rely on every single day to make me look a weight to make me look great and all without damaging my skin because when, when you layer on that makeup, you never know what you're putting on there. Well, that is not the case with Thrive Cosmetics. First of all, let me tell you about one of my favorite products, the Brilliant Eye Brightener. This is like the best makeup hack that I have. It's a highlighter stick made to brighten and open your eyes. And what I do is put a little dot of it in the corners of my eyes closest to my nose and boom, instant eye lift, and it has more than 10,000 five-star reviews. Plus, when you buy it, you know you are buying something that is really skin-loving too. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, and their products are made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, no sulfates, or phthalates, and all of that without compromising the performance of the makeup. I use the Brilliant Eye Brightener. I use the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara nearly every single day, and I love that I don't have to know a lot about makeup to know how to use this and to look great with Thrive Cosmetics. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. I got a text message over the weekend from someone that I have not talked to in forever. Like an old friend? Uh-huh. Oh, an old business associate, more than a friend. Uh, and her message was so short. And it attached, and there's a picture attached. Mm -hmm. But it, for, I don't know why, but the attachment of the picture touched me so much. She was at a mutual friend of ours' house. Mm -hmm. She was at Lace's house. And she sent a picture of Lace's fridge. And our Christmas card is up on Lace's refrigerator. It's, you know, the picture of you and Ellie and I. And... It just, I don't know why it touched me so much that our picture is up in someone else's home. Aww. Isn't that weird? That's sweet. You know? Mm-hmm. And on their fridge. 
That's like a prime spot. Yes. Mm-hmm. They look at it every day. You know, yeah. there were a couple other cards up there too. Um, but the way the photo was cropped, I tried to zoom in and see who our competition was. But I, <laughs> I, I one of them was a really cute dog, which I totally get. Oh, yeah. Um, I would understand if like my face were covered up by the dog and just you and Ellie <laughs> right. were on the part or, of the card. Or if we were cut out of it and it was just Ellie. Yeah. yeah. And then the dog, yeah. Dog yeah. takes placement for sure. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing for today is that L.L. Bean is now selling lotion that is made from lobsters. Lobster sauce. Lobster sauce. Now, I was kind of looking at that thinking, L.L. Bean, that doesn't sound very like animal friendly. And I feel like L.L. Bean is one of those companies. Um, And but they made a deal, the lotion company with lobsters that were already being caught. So they like asked the fishermen, hey, can you take out this protein like from the lobsters sure. and give it to us. So that's what they're doing now. So it's actually, when you think about it, they're using more of the lobster and it's the part of the lobster where they, that helps reach them regenerate their claws. Okay. And so that's going to be used for like face cream. I can't wait 20 years from now when people have claws growing out of their face. And you too suing. could have claws. Thanks to LL Bean. Uh, there is a bride in Australia who is getting so much crap because instead of throwing rice, which is supposed, which some people say is harmful to birds. Yeah. I've read that it's not, but it, you know, they got- It's a of, pain to clean up. Is that what it is? I don't know. Um, and then paper confetti. She went to litter and throw paper confetti. So she had a brilliant idea. She used uh, dehydrated mashed potato flakes. What? And had people throw- Mashed potatoes. You ever have boxed mashed potatoes? No, I didn't even know that was the thing. You didn't? I mean, I know boxed mashed potatoes are a thing, but I didn't know they were like in flakes. Yeah. You've never had boxed mashed potatoes? Uh-uh. Oh. We should get boxed mashed potatoes because in my mind, they were really delicious. Yeah. I'm guessing now they're- probably- The the Bob Evans. Oh, no. Those aren't. Is those, there a difference between the boxed ones and the microwave ones? The Bob Evans ones are already mashed, are yeah. like mashed potatoes. Boxed mashed potatoes look like confetti. Ew. And you mix them with, in a saucepan with butter and milk, mm-hmm. maybe, or maybe even butter and water, maybe even milk. I don't know. I don't remember. We'll have to get some because I think this is going to be another SpaghettiOs with meatballs thing. Where you're going to be so bummed because in your head they're so good. Yeah. But they're flakes. And so she said, oh my gosh, this will be so great because we won't litter. The problem is when they get wet, they they rehydrate and they turn into mashed potatoes <gasps> so they, so people were throwing them and they were landing in drinks also it was very hot so when they were sticking to people's skin because they were hot and sweaty and they were um it was very humid oh so my gosh there are a bunch of pictures uh online of from the wedding photographer showing people with mashed potatoes in their hair stuck in their clothing stuck in their drinks so a bad idea. Good, good thought. Way to save potentially the good photos. Yes, potentially good photos. Bad results. And your third random thing for today is that money can buy happiness. I knew. I've always known this, and people like to no, know it's not. You only need. I think the number a few years ago was seventy five thousand. You once you hit, once you make seventy five grand a year, you that's peak happiness. You don't get any happier after that. And I say false. I've always said false. False, false, false. Okay, so- um, I'll tell you who's happier than all of us right now. The dude who just won the 
two billion dollars in California. The guy that's building the house next to Ariana Grande yes. or something. Yeah, he's happy right now. He's happier than all of us combined. I know we're happy, but think of how much happier it would be if you never, if you didn't have to worry about money, your kids didn't have to worry about money, and your kids' kids didn't have to worry about money. Yeah, that's happy. <laughs> Okay, but apparently it's to a point. So they're saying that, but it's not $75,000 like you thought. The point for most people is half a million dollars. A year? Mm-hmm. Or in the bank or what? In a year. Okay. So yeah. um, happiness does improve with higher income. Um, and 500000 a year is the point that most people feel like, okay, I can live, I can pay my bills, I can do what I want, but it's not like exorbitant wealth. If anybody wants to do an experiment with me, I volunteer as tribute. Give me half a million dollars, and I will tell you at the end of that year how happy I am. And then give somebody else not half a million dollars and ask them how happy they are. At the end of the year. <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. Jeff will sacrifice himself. For science. For science. Basically donating my body. And those are your three random things for today. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I really enjoy a fancy Starbucks drink, but I have noticed that I do get... I wouldn't know a midday slump anymore because I'm on a budget. Mm -hmm. So I'm just chewing up some used coffee grounds. Mm-hmm. From from the neighbor's trash. <laughs> That's how I get my caffeine. So I was like perusing around the Starbucks app and I'm like, I feel like I'm getting a crash because there's just too much sugar in the drink that I'm ordering. Changed it. Found a drink. Has four grams of sugar as opposed to like the 14 I was drinking. And it's actually pretty good. And it's like a quote unquote ice drink or a cold drink, but there's no ice in it. Who posted that? Because... That was, remember when you came home with it on Sunday morning, I said, you said, look, I have a new Starbucks drink I'm trying. And I said, there's one that I want to try too. And now that I see this written out, that's the one I wanted to try. It's really, really good. The flavor's great. And here's the thing, since there's no ice, you don't feel like you're on the clock to like down it before it gets all watery. Yeah, I like to down it. You do? I don't, I drink every beverage in my life way too fast. I like to savor. Um, it's called Vanilla Sweet Cream Nitro Cold Brew. Ooh, they put- Nitro. I that's... know, it sounds intense, but- It is intense. If you looked up how much, ca- that's why you're not crashing. Cause I'm like high on caffeine? Yeah. No, I didn't look up how much caffeine's in it, but I just figured, I mean, it's only like a grande, so it can't be that much. Mm-hmm. Now you scared me, now I have to look. you're not looking faster with all that caffeine you have running through your system. The word nitro is a little bit jarring, but I don't feel, where's caffeine? Okay, what's a normal for a cup of? 25 or 35 milligrams. That can't be right. It is. That can't be right. Why? Hmm, let me look. (laughs) How much is in the nitro? (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna look up your drink First. My drink's just a shot of espresso. Okay, so yours has, yeah, your shots of espresso are 225 milligrams of oh, caffeine. Total. Total. Because I get three shots. So that what's that work out to be? 75 each? Mine total is 265. 
Okay. So it's not that much, but yeah, the word nitro is like a little bit jarring. But anyways, vanilla sweet cream, nitro cold brew, it's cold brew. And then they just top it off with the sweet cream. So there's not as much sugar, no sugar crash. I feel like I have hacked my body. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I paused today's episode where Callie was reading the text messages with the words that describe her. Um, and what came to my mind for Callie, especially listening to Jeff talk about Callie, is compassionate or even just passionate. Um, yeah, you care about what you do. You care about others. And you're wonderful. Love you guys. Hey, guys. Callie has valid concerns about the shoe situation. A few years ago, we were at the Apple Festival, and my son got on the little jumpy thing, and we, he went back to put his shoes on, and his nice shoes that I spent like 50 bucks on, somebody replaced those with some like $10 shoes. In my mind, I had myself convinced that, oh, you know, they had these shoes and they wanted some brand shoes because kids can be really cruel to each other. It, I mean, it could have been a pair. It could have been a complete accident. I have no idea. Um, it is a valid concern. Bye. Hey, guys, it's Amy in Indianapolis. I'm calling for a description of what Sunny Delight tastes like. I get the taste of a like a poorly mixed high C orange but it tastes like it's a powder mix and not like a liquid to liquid mix and it always seems warm to me I don't know if I've just not ever had cold sunny delight but it tastes like a warm poorly mixed powdered version of the high C orange have a great day Jeff I totally agree with you on a podcast is something that you listen to um I know some celebrities will post, like, clips of them recording, like you said, clips. But that's, again, it's, like, a quick thing. And it's usually, like, if you're sitting down, like, scrolling Instagram or YouTube or something. Um, I cannot listen to a podcast if I'm just sitting still. I've tried on airplanes, even in my house. Like, when I listen to podcasts, which is what I normally do for entertainment, I'm either driving, like, walking, or cleaning the house. Um, I would never just, like, sit down and listen to a podcast. Anywho, bye-bye. So I was calling about Jeff talking about how podcasts are going like video now and uploading to YouTube and everything and podcasts are audio. And I totally get what you're saying. The reason I started uploading episodes to YouTube also, I actually have been working with a woman who has a podcast to, she has, she's been podcasting for a really long time, since early 2000s, I think. Um, I've been putting up um, archived episodes and there's no video, just, you know, like a thumbnail and then the audio. The reason doing that, I started doing that is because even though YouTube is not a search engine, it's actually second to Google for like searching. And a lot of people, according to a Gen Zer that I know, said like people will just go on YouTube and they will just like put it on and listen to it and not necessarily watch. So it is used like for audio and stuff anyway. Give you my two cents on that. There you go. Bye. Every morning, you have two choices. Stay asleep with your dreams or wake up and go get them.